Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardness. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, wealthysistersmedia.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio is where we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you, the awesome audience that you are, with inspiration and encouragement, and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and business right now to have that positive impact. And second, we love to provide that edification, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is another awesome Monday, May 27, 2013. Happens to be Memorial Day in our banner year. That's right. You know we all are standing together. This 2013 is our banner year. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's right, every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So, once again, thank you so much for spreading the word about our show. Well, I trust today isn't everyone is enjoying the great time with family and friends. You have had some wonderful cookouts this weekend. I know here in our area uh, it's been a little cooler than we expected, so the kids are wanting to get into the pool and have not been able to. But we want to just take just a few moments today for Memorial Day, this show, just to kind of bring it back to the original purpose of the holiday. Uh, Memorial Day, as we know, is is uh, an observance day, and it, it not only signifies the beginning of summer, but it was a t- intended to pay tribute to those fallen heroes who gave their lives in service of our country. So today, we are going to do that. We're going to take some time to to pay tribute, to honor those who have fallen and their families. You know, we we really want to express our our gratitude in a, the most humble way that we can and say thank you, even though we know words will not fill the spaces that are missing in those families' lives. But we do just want to take the time right now to to say thank you, you know, to those family members who have paid the ultimate price. And we continue also here at Wealthy Sisters and on the radio show today to pay respect to those men and women that are serving in our military. And we welcome you to call in and pay tribute and homage to those who are serving and those of you who might know someone uh, who have given that or paid that ultimate sacrifice. We encourage you to share those words today of encouragement and let you know that this is the platform for you today. So you know what to do right now. You've got to call everybody, textbook, 
face them, tweet them, let them know to dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278, and uh, to call in on the show today and tune in. And also, you know, we want to remind you that you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Do it right now. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. We want to let you know if you've got to go, you've got to run back to work because some people are working today and you're on your lunch break or what have you. You can always tune in to this show and our other great shows at WealthySistersRadio.com, Wealthy Sisters Radio. And you can find us on iTunes. You can download us there free, that's right, on your smartphones, your iPads, and your laptops or desktops, whatever device you're using. We are there. Again, we want to thank you for tuning in to our special Memorial Day program. We're going to take a short break and be right back to pay homage today. You're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you again for tuning in. Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. We help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in-person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spelled with a K, or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Do you have a book that is ready to be published and you just don't know how? Does your company website need a facelift? Well, Wealthy Sisters Media Group is here to serve you. Publish your book and capture that brand new company look. Visit WealthySisters.com or call 800-917-9435 to take action today. Well, we are live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, and we're paying a special tribute to those who have paid the ultimate price and service for our country. Uh, just want to just take the time out just to kind of set the, the platform for our show today. want you to know that it is definitely not intended to be anyone that or uh, t- the type of show that is to support either political opinion But as I have mentioned, just to pay tribute to those men, and in particular to women, who follow instructions and take orders, those who live their lives in that way. You know, these are very special individuals that understand order and leadership and the importance of unity in operating as a team. And, you know, we all outside of the military world and the civilian world, as we like to say, can always learn from that real principles of leadership. So let's kind of let's talk a little bit about the history of um, Memorial Day. If you Google, there's so much information out there uh, regarding it, and there are many, many different stories um, that that support 
the history of Memorial Day, but it was originally called Decoration Day, and it was known as a day of remembrance, as we've mentioned, for those who have died in our nation's service. There are many stories, as I mentioned, that um, talk about the beginnings of it uh, that date back to, of course, the South and decorating graves and in the end of the Civil War during that time as well. But Memorial Day was officially proclaimed on the 5th of May, 1868, according to this website here called Memorial Day History, by General John Logan, a national commander of the Grand Army of the Republic, in his General Order Number 11, and was first observed on the 30th of May in 1868, when flowers were placed on the graves of Union and Confederate and Confederate soldiers at the Arlington National Cemetery. The first state to officially recognize the holiday was New York in 1873. By 1890, it was recognized by all the northern states, and the South refused to acknowledge the day, honoring their dead on separate days until after World War I, when the holiday changed from honoring just those who died fighting in the Civil War to honoring Americans who died fighting in any war. It is, of course, now celebrated in almost every state on the last Monday in May, passed by Congress with the National Holiday Act of 1971 to ensure a three-day federal uh, weekend, or federal holiday, rather. Though several southern states have additional separate days for honoring the Confederate War Dead, January 19th in Texas, April 26th in Alabama, and all of those you can read there. But... Today, you know, as you you move forward, there are different petitions and um, just different military initiatives that are requesting for us to go back to the original purpose of Memorial Day. Um, There used to be parades that were held and all of the towns to celebrate those fallen, and and normally they would all uh, come in at uh, a military cemetery and with those placing flowers or just recognizing those that have passed away. So as I said today, we briefly just wanted to take the time out to say thank you today uh, to those who have served and just to kind of bring it back to our awareness of what the purpose of today really stands for. As we, you know, have read further, we know um, there are several wars that we we have in our, I guess, the latest time that we that we've been exposed to, and uh, can still speak and meet with people who served, of course, in World War Two and and uh, Korean War and Vietnam War, but the most recent we know that we all have uh, been touched by here. Uh, are the wars that have occurred in Iraq, occurred in Iraq and occurring in Afghanistan. And there's, again, there's so much information that's out there. And the Washington Post, of course, provides information. We're going to talk about that. But CNN also on their homepage, their website, uh, has a great 100 faces, they call it, uh, 100 faces of... um, can't pull it up right now, but if you go to CNN homepage, it's, it's great faces there. It actually brings the life to those individuals um, and shares the background information on those 
who have served, which I think is really important to put a face to these because as we every day we're on the go, we're on the run, you know, we're, we're building and creating our lives, and we're at this fast pace, and we may hear something, we may not, but to actually know and see that these individuals who have served, they have, they lived lives, they had families, they were fathers, they were mothers, they were sisters and daughters and cousins and aunties and, and nephews and uncles, it is it is nothing like taking the time to, to see the face. But also, as I mentioned, the Washington Post, um, with the research conducted by uh, Magda Jean Lewis, Greg Lynch, Whitney Federhoff, and Mary Hatter, they report a, a wonderful document online here at WashingtonPost.com, The Faces of the Fallen. And according to the research that they have, it's 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 supposed to be as current as um, I'm aware of. Of course, what they've posted on the site, we're we're not sure. I'm not sure. Only going by what I see here on the site. But according to them, when we talk about the last wars that we're you know we're most familiar with right now, is the Iraq and, and Afghanistan war. They call them the Operations Freedom. What have you? Six thousand six hundred and forty-eight soldiers have died during this time, and they break it down to four thousand four hundred and seventy-four for uh, serving in Iraq, two thousand one hundred and seventy-four in Afghanistan, and of that number, four thousand two hundred and ten. Uh, were men, and according to them, 147 were women. Now, the age category breaks down from 18 to 19 years of age, 402 young men and women, 402, 18 to 19. Uh, The largest segment of age is from 20 to 24, where there's 2,980 that were killed between the ages of 20 and 24. The ages of 25 to 29, 1,608. And the age of 40 to 49, 342. And then the age 50 to 59, 50 individuals. Again, if you just tuned in, we are just sharing the whole reason for Memorial Day and just to kind of pay some tribute and homage to those who served. And we're looking um, here online at the WashingtonPost.com where they provided information from the research done by Magda Jean Lewis, Greg Lynch, Whitney Federhoff, and Mary Hader under the faces of the fallen, and we're just finished reading um, of the six thousand six hundred forty-eight. We're breaking down some of those categories with the largest amount, of course, who have given their lives were the ages between twenty to twenty-four and twenty to twenty-nine, uh, close to four thousand. Wow, the branch. 
that has lost the most, uh, the Army with 4,210. Marines comes in next with 1,379. And the Air Force with 138. And the Navy with 216. The Army National Guard, 480. Army Reserves, 120 individuals and Marine Reserves, 90. Yes, um, there's a lot of people that have lost. One, of course, we all, I know, agree is one too many. But when we look at these numbers, I just ask you to take the time to pay respect. As you cook out today, you spend time with family, you celebrate, which is a great thing, always good to have fellowship. But let us remember those that served. Also, I found some information um, from another good source, which is on about.com, and it is the military page there. And um, they talked about several and mentioned several names, and we're going to go over those today. But as we pay special tribute to those women, uh, the first woman to lose her life was Private First Class, and this is to lose her life during this Iraqi Afghanistan time frame. Um, the, her name was Private First Class Lori Ann Pistois, and she was a mother of two from the 507th Ordnance Maintenance Company out of Fort Blitz, Texas. She was the first service woman to be killed in the war. Uh, Private First Class Pestois unit was considered a support unit, and in countless interviews, the surviving members have said that they didn't expect to see any combat. The Iraqi combat zone doesn't have the imaginary lines separating the front lines from the rear. Army officials continuously point that out. Unlike others, um, some soldiers may not recognize the risk of being on a battlefield because they have a non-combatant job. But there's other soldiers who passed away who mentioned, you know, that um, this is how it is. There's another lady by the soldier with the last name of Bossfield, and she had shared with her mom that... Um, you know, when if someone called, she's been injured. If someone comes to the door, that means she's not coming back. Just imagine the type of conversations that those in the military have to have with their family in preparation. You know, when the officer, this is a quote from uh, Rachel Bosfield's mother, Mary Bosfield, she said, when the officer came to my door, it was worse than any nightmare. She just went numb. Another woman soldier that lost her life was Specialist Frances Vega. She was 20 years old, an administrative specialist, and she was killed in Al-Falawa. Sergeant Melissa Vales, Valleys, rather, is 26, an automated logistical specialist, was killed in Ballad. And then there's a nice story here of Sergeant Keisha Hines. 
She was 27 years old, a unit supply specialist, and she was killed in Mosul. All three of these women that I mentioned, Specialist Vega, Sergeant Vallis, and Sergeant Hines, all three of them served in jobs that put them in little contact with the enemy, but they died serving their country. Now, we know there uh, has been a change with women being on the front line, and we're not, uh, like I said, this show is not designed to discuss any political or uh, support, whether one way or another, but we're just taking the time out to pay tribute to those who just follow instructions. They're just doing their job, just as any of us. This is I'm doing my job now on the radio with you today, just as any of you are at work or maybe you're off today, you're doing your job. Their their job is to not ask questions but to follow instructions in serving and protecting what we know as our freedoms today. Now, as I was mentioning, um, the story here with Sergeant Keisha Hines, here on About.com from the military page, uh, there's a quote here from her husband, and uh, it says, It hit me again that Keisha was gone when I received a box of her things from Iraq, said Sergeant First Class Sean Hines, Keisha's husband. The smell of her hair items took me back. He said, Keisha was my boo, my sweetheart. Sean, uh, at the time, according to this article, was a combat engineer, said that he has been deployed most of his military career and agrees with the Army's new policy that every soldier has to be a rifle man first. We're soldiers. It's our profession, Sean said, but that won't make it any easier for me when Keisha's unit comes back in April and she's not with them. This, you know, we're talking about the type of, as we do on Wealthy Sisters all the time, we talk about mindset and what it takes to be in business. It takes mindset. you got to have everything we always say is 95 to 99% mental. And, of course, that goes across any any discipline that you participate in. We look at the mindset of a soldier. Uh, just to hear this, this gentleman, you know, Keisha. Uh, Hines' husband, Sergeant Keisha Hines' husband, to say even though he lost his wife, he lost her in the war, to still say that every soldier has to be a rifleman first. You know, that really speaks to the type of mindset of an individual, of a person that has that, that whatever it is to serve and to give their life for another. So as we today, you know, as I said on our show, we're taking the time out just to pay tribute and homage to those who have served. And I just encourage you, you know, to Google and to look at the faces and to to read the stories about those who have fallen during uh, serving our country. I want to take another short break, and then after the break, we will actually come back and read a few names, other names of those who have fallen, some women as well. We will discuss continuing paying tribute to them, and then we'll end the show. 
We see the lines, those of you all have called in. If you have a special tribute or encouraging words that you would like to share, you know, with us today, or just to offer some condolences or whatever, something positive to say, you know, for our service, men and women, you can call in now at 347-838-9278 and press 1 on your phone so that we know that you want to say something. And if you're in the chat room there, you can also post it there. We'll be right back after this short break. You are tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio, our very special third annual tribute, Memorial Day, honoring those fallen women soldiers. Thank you for tuning in. Having more money won't solve your problems, but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. Your help begins on the web by contacting dfstrategies.com. That's dfstrategies.com. Or 410-929-4837. Again, 410-929-4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary Financial Strategy. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803. Or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. We are live now here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Again, we want to thank you for tuning in to our very special Memorial Day tribute to those fallen women soldiers. Uh, we've taken the first part of the show to talk about all of it out on the actual servants of Memorial Day holiday. And to those have fallen Uh, according to, as I mentioned earlier, according to the Washington Post, uh, just from the Iraq War and Afghanistan War, it's over. It's 147 women that have given their lives. And so now, in closing in the show, I want to take time out just to read the names of those, some of those women uh, who have given their lives and. I want to encourage you to join us here next year as we also uh, pay tribute again on Memorial Day. Uh, I know our first show we we had a mother on the show who uh, Miss Lavada Napier, who actually came on and, and talked about her daughter um, who had given her life, and it was just a very very uh, special. Memorial Day service, uh, Memorial Day show. That was our first one that we did in 2010. And uh, we paid, had, uh, like I said, the mother, Lavada Napier on, who was the mother of Army Staff Sergeant Carletta S. Davis. 
and um, I encourage you to, you know, tune in to this show. We're going to talk about her, mention her here in a moment, what she did. But I encourage you also to tune in to that show. And then we um, had El- uh, Elizabeth Donnelly, who actually is um, with the – she's over the Center of Military Readiness. And she has a wealth of information as well. She was on last year on our show and I encourage you to, to listen to last year's Memorial Day tribute as well. So as we take the time to, in closing, we shall read, as I mentioned, uh, some of the names of the women who have given their lives. And as I said earlier, I want to encourage you to take the time today to go and to research and to look at the faces visit those sites that show the names as we honor those men and women that served our country. Captain Gussie M. Jones, 41, from the 31st Compact Support Hospital, 31st Air Defense Artillery, from Fort Bliss, Texas. Private First Class Nicole M. Fry, 19, from Army Reserve, Company A, 415th Civil Affairs Battalion, based in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Private First Class Holly J. McGill, 19, from Company A, 4th Forward Support Battalion, 4th Infantry Division, based at Fort Hood, Texas. Specialist Tamara J. Ramos, 24, from 3rd Armor Medical Company, Medical Troop, Regimental Support Squadron, 3rd Armored Cavalry Regiment, Fort Carson, Colorado. Sergeant Keisha Malia Hines, 27, from 108th Military Police Company, 503rd Military Police Battalion, Airborne, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Captain Kimberly N. Hampton, age 27, from 1st Battalion, 82nd Aviation Battalion, 82nd Airborne Division, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Sergeant Staff Sergeant Kimberly A. Boliez, 27, from 703rd Explosive Ordnance Detachment, Fort Knox, Kentucky. Sergeant Linda C. Jimenez, 39, from 2nd Squadron Combat Support Aviation Maintenance, 2nd Armored Cavalry Regiment, Fort Polk, Louisiana. Chief Warrant Officer Sharon T. Swartworth, 43, Judge Advocate General Office, Headquarters Department of the Army, Pentagon. Private First Class Karina S. Lowe, 20 years old, from 16th Signal Battalion, Battalion, Fort Hood, Texas. Specialist Francis M. Vega, 20 years old, from 151st Adjunct 
General Postal Detachment 3, Fort Hood, Texas. Private First Class Rachel K. Bosfeld, 19, from 527th Military Police Company, V Corps, Geisen, Germany. Private First Class Anna Laura Esperanza Gritres, 21, from A Company, 4th Forward Support Battalion, Fort Hood, Texas. Specialist Elisa R. Peterson, 27, from C Company, 311th Military Intelligence Battalion, 101, 101st Airborne Division, Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Sergeant Melissa Bielez, 26, from B Company, 64th Forward Support Battalion, Fort Carson, Colorado. Private First Class Lori Ann Paistois, 23, from 507th Ordnance Maintenance Company, Fort Blitz. Texas. If you just tuned in, we're paying tribute to those fallen women soldiers. Right now, we're reading the names of some of the 147 women who have given their lives, according to the WashingtonPost.com, Faces of the Fallen, and other sites. Those women who have served recent wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. There's also another great website that pays uh, tribute to women of color, fallen soldiers. And I'm going to read from there in closing. Marine Corps Sergeant Jeanette L. Winters, 25 years old, of Gary, Indiana, assigned to the Marine Aerial Transport Refueler Squadron 352, based at the Marine Corps Air Station, Miramar, California, killed in a refueling tanker crash in Pakistan. Army Private First Class Karina S. Lau, she was 20 years old, of Livingston, California, 16th Signal Brigade, Fort Hood, Texas, killed on November the 2nd in an attack in Iraq. Army Specialist, as we mentioned, Frances M. Vega, we mentioned her as well. Uh, She was 20 of Fort Buchanan, Puerto Rico, assigned to 151st Adjunct General Postal Detachment 3, Fort Hood, Texas. She was killed on November the 2nd, 2003, in an attack from uh, in Iraq. Specialist Rachel Lacey, 22 years old, died after receiving a series of shots in preparation for deployment to Afghanistan. Army Captain Gussie M. Jones, died March 7, 2004. She was 41 years old of Raleigh, Arkansas, assigned to the 31st Combat Support Hospital, Fort Bliss, Texas, 
died of a non-combat-related cause on March 7th in Baghdad, suffered a heart attack and died in Baghdad Hospital where she worked as a surgical nurse. Army Specialist Tayana S. Avery Felder. She was 22 years old. She was killed on April 7, 2004, and she was of Bridgeport, Connecticut, assigned to the 296th Brigade Support Battalion, 3rd Brigade, 2nd Infantry Division, Fort Lewis, Washington. She died in Mansoul on April 7, as I mentioned, Mansoul, Iraq, of injuries sustained during a con- when her convoy vehicle was hit with an impro- improvised explosive device in Baladad, Iraq, or Balad, Iraq. Army Private First Class Leslie D. Jackson, May 20th, 2004. She was 18, of Richmond, Virginia, assigned to a company, A Company, 115th Forward Support Battalion, 1st Cavalry Division, Fort Hood, Texas. She was killed um, when an explosive device was uh, thrown to her military vehicle. She was hit in the military vehicle by that explosive device. Army Sergeant Pamela G. Osborne, killed on October 11, 2004, 38 years old, of Hollywood, Florida, assigned to Division Artillery, 1st Cavalry Division, Fort Hood, Texas. She was killed on the 11th of October in 2004 when two rockets hit her camp in Baghdad. Army Specialist Katrina L. Bell Johnson, February 16, 2005. She was 32 years old of Orangeburg, South Carolina, assigned to the 418th Transportation Company, 180th Transportation Battalion, Fort Hood, Texas. She was killed in a vehicle accident. Army Specialist Elizabeth Robles, 31, of Vega, Paja, Puerto Rico, assigned to the 360th Transportation Company, 68th Corps Support Battalion, 43rd Area Support Group, Fort Carson, Colorado. She died on March 1st, 2005 at the 228th Command Support Hospital in Tikrit, Iraq, from injuries sustained on the 28th of February in a military vehicle accident in Iraq. Army Sergeant Major Barberline Banks died April 6, 2005. She was 41 years old of Harvey, Louisiana, assigned to Division Artillery, 25th Infantry Division Light, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. Again, she was killed on April 6th when the CH-47 helicopter in which she was riding crashed in Ghazini, Afghanistan. Fifteen service members were killed or are unaccounted for at this time of posting during this crash. Army Specialist Alenia Ramirez Gonzalez, April 15, 2005. She was 33 years old of Puerto Rico, assigned to the 3rd Brigade Troop Battalion, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Stewart, Georgia. 
and she was killed, like I said, on the 15th of April when a motor struck her forward operating base in Tikrit, Tikrit, Iraq. Marine Corporal Ramona M. Valdez, 20 years old, of the Bronx, New York, assigned to Headquarters Battalion, 2nd Marine Division, 2 Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, killed on June 23, 2005, when a vehicle-borne improvised explosive device detonated near her convoy in Iraq. Army Specialist Takara Ara Green, August 14, 2005, 23 years old, of Rosedale, Maryland, assigned to the 57th Transportation Company, 548th Corps Support Battalion, Fort Drum, New York, killed August 14th when multiple improvised explosive devices detonated near her unit during a convoy operation in Iraq, Assad, Iraq. Private Lavinia L. Johnson, she was 19 years old, of Florissant, Missouri, assigned to 129th Corps Support Battalion, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And hers, at this time, a posting was under under investigation due to non-combatant-related injuries. Army Sergeant Julia V. Atkins, December 10, 2005, she was 22 years old, of Boozer City, Louisiana, assigned to the 64th Military Police Company, 720th Military Police Battalion, 89th Military Police Brigade, Fort Hood, Texas, killed December 10th, again when an explosive device detonated near her Humvee during a patrol operation in Baghdad. Army Sergeant Wakuna A. Jackson, she was 21 years old, of Jacksonville, Florida, assigned to the 710th Combat Support Battalion, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 10th Mountain Division, Fort Drum, New York, killed August 19th when an improvised explosive device detonated near her convoy vehicle in Kunar, Afghanistan, and that was August 19th, 2006. Army 2nd Lieutenant Emily J.T. Perez, September 12, 2006. She was 23 years old of Texas, assigned to the 204th Support Battalion, 2nd Brigade, 4th Infantry Division, Fort Hood, Texas. She died from injuries on the 12th of September of 2006, sustained uh, when a device detonated near her Humvee during combat operations in Kilfield, Iraq. Major Gloria Davis, December 12, 2006, 47, of St. Louis, Missouri, died in Baghdad, Iraq, from non-combat-related incidents. She was assigned to the Defense Security Assistance Agency in Washington, D.C. Navy Petty Officer 2nd Class Lakita 
Tate James. She was 33 years old of Orange Park, Florida, assigned as Master at Arms Support Operation off the Horn of Africa aboard the multipurpose amphibious assault ship Baton. Died February 12th of apparent natural causes, they said, on board. And that's under investigation or was at time of posting. Army Staff Sergeant Alicia A. Burchett, 29 years old of Massapee, Massachusetts, assigned to the 887th Engineer Company, 326th Engineer Battalion, 101st, 101, excuse me, 101st Sustainment Brigade, 101st Airborne Division Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Kentucky. She uh, was a mother of three children. Army Specialist Zandra T. Walker, 28, of Greenville, South Carolina, assigned to the 4th Battalion, 227th Aviation Regiment, Regiment, 1st Aviation Cavalry Brigade, 1st Cavalry Division, Fort Hood, Texas. And she died in Tahaji, Iraq, when the enemy attacked using indirect fire. She was also killed alongside Sergeant Princess C. Samuels, who was 22 years old, from Mitchellville, Maryland, assigned to headquarters and headquarters troop, 1st Brigade, Comeback Team, 1st Cavalry Division, Fort Hood, Texas. Army Specialist, excuse me, Army Staff Sergeant Lillian Claymans, 35 years old, of Lawton, Oklahoma, assigned to the 1st Postal Platoon, 834th Adjunct General Company, Miami, died in Baghdad of wounds sustained when an insurgent attacked her unit with rockets. Navy Master at Arms Seaman, Janicia Matril Gresham, 19 years old, of Lathonia, Georgia, assigned to the U.S. Naval Support Activity, Bahrain, died in Bahrain in a non-combative-related incident. Also killed was Master at Arms Seaman Anna Marie Sancolas Camacho, and that's under investigation, or it was at the time of this posting. And as I mentioned, Army Staff Sergeant Carletta S. Davis. Her mother was on our first show. She was 34 of Anchorage, Alaska, assigned to the 10th Brigade Support Battalion, 1st Brigade Comeback Team, 10th Mountain Division Light Infantry, Fort Drum, New York. Died in Tal Aladab, Iraq, of wounds sustained when an improvised explosive device detonated near her Humvee. Army Specialist Christine M. Naduri, 21 years old, Adrakut, Massachusetts, assigned to the 4th Squadron, 3rd Army Cavalry Regiment, Fort Hood, Texas, died in Kuwait on November 6, 2007. Army Specialist Keisha M. Morgan, February 28, 2008, 25 years old of Washington, D.C., assigned to the Division Special Troops, 
Battalion, 4th Infantry Division, Fort Hood, Texas, died in Baghdad, Iraq. Navy Counselor First Class Cherie L. Morton, 40 years old, of Bakersfield, California, assigned to Naval Security Force, Naval Support Activity, Bahrain, died in Bahrain. Army Specialist Satiria L. Brown, 22 years old, of Orlando, Florida, assigned to the 62nd Engineer Battalion, 36th Engineer Brigade, Fort Hood, Texas, died in Shaharan, Afghanistan, on July 25, 2008. Army Private Janelle F. King, 23 years old, of Merced, California, assigned to the 115th Combat Support Hospital, Fort Polk, Louisiana, died in Baghdad, Iraq. Specialist, Army Specialist Simone A. Robinson, March 1, 2009, 21 years old, of Dixmoor, Illinois, assigned to the 634th Brigade Support Battalion of the Illinois Army National Guard, Crestwood, Illinois, died at Brook Army Medical Center, San Antonio, Texas, of wounds sustained when an improvised uh, device detonated near her security post in Afghanistan. Navy Lieutenant Florence B. Choi, 35 years old, of El Cajon, California, died when an Afghan National Army soldier opened fire on personnel assigned to Combined Security Transition Command. That was March 27, 2009. Army Staff Sergeant Tara J. Smith, 33 years old, of Nashville, North Carolina, assigned to the 50th Signal Battalion, 35th Signal Brigade, our Airborne Corps, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Army Specialist Lakeisha M. Bailey, 23 years old, of Columbus, Georgia, assigned to the 203rd Brigade Support Battalion, attached to the 1st Battalion, 10th Field Artillery, Artillery Regiment, 3rd Brigade Comeback Team, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Benning, Georgia. Army Specialist Morgan Macbeth, July 2, 2010, 19 years old, of Fredericksburg, Virginia, assigned to the 1st Special Troops Battalion, 1st Brigade Comeback Team, 82nd Airborne Division, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Navy Operations Specialist, 2nd Class, SW Dominique D. Cruz, January 19, 2011, 26 years old, of Panama City, Florida, assigned to the Destroyer Halsey, home ported in San Diego, but currently was deployed to the Fifth Fleet Area Responsibility, conducting maritime security operations. Army Private First Class Amy R. Sinkler, 23 years old, of Chadbourne, North Carolina, assigned 
to the 17th Combat Sustainment Support Battalion, 3rd Maneuver Enhancement Brigade, Fort Richardson, Alaska. She died on the 20th of January, 2011, in Afghanistan. Army Sergeant Linda Pierre, 28 years old, of Immokalee, Florida, assigned to the 101st Special Troops Battalion, 101st Sustainment Brigade, 101st Airborne Division, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Air Force Master Sergeant Tara Brown, 33 years old, of Deltona, Florida, assigned to Air Force Office of Special Investigations. And then, in closing, Army Private First Class, Patricia L. Horn, killed August 24, 2012, 20 years old of Greenwood, Mississippi, assigned to the 96th Aviation Support Battalion, 101st Combat Aviation Brigade, 101st Airborne Division, Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. As we commemorate and pay tribute to those who served and paid the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice of their lives today. We continue to encourage you to remember the purpose of Memorial Day and to take the time out to thank those who are serving in our military and to pay your respects to those who have given their lives. Thank you again for tuning in to another special Memorial Day program to those paying tribute to those fallen women soldiers. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio.